You're listening to Botify Insider from Botify Functional Fitness. Bienvenidos al podcast Botify Insider, episodio creo que 7, 8. Hemos, hemos dado muy tranquilo esta temporada, pero viene mucho que platicar y tenemos mucho que platicarles de todo lo que viene para el 2024, como lo han escuchado en los podcasts anteriores, en cuanto a programas de especialidad que tenemos, como Sport and Training, como uh, DECA, que también eh, viene una nueva temporada, y sobre todo se viene algo especial para Laredo, pero sin más información que darles acerca de eso, precisamente el día de hoy quiero eh, dar la bienvenida a Pete Sainz. Thank you very much. Quien sobrevivió este pasado fin de semana, hoy estamos grabando, hoy es miércoles 8 de noviembre y estamos grabando eh, pues básicamente el podcast en cuanto a su experiencia que tuvo en el World Toughest Mother. Esta carrera que ya tiene aproximadamente unos 10 años, Probably, más yeah. o menos como 10 años, es una carrera de 24 horas, era inicialmente del competidor inicial de Spartan Race, uh, que es Tough Mudder, eventualmente después de COVID, fue, durante COVID, ¿no? Creo que se fue a una quiebra, Spartan Race los compró y básicamente ha revivido la compañía y, y ha seguido manteniendo, creo que el estatus cool que tiene en, en lo que es el, el obstacle racing. Y ya tengo muchos años que no voy, de hecho, probablemente la última vez que fui un Tough Mudder fue cuando iniciamos. ¿2015? 2016. Yeah, y desde entonces no he vuelto a un Tough Mudder porque obviamente, pues, como podrán ver, amamos Spot and Race, pero sin duda es una gran experiencia si ustedes eh, quieren conocer un poco más del mundo de, de, de Obstacle uh, Racing. Definitivamente eh, Tough Mudder está dentro de la lista, así como Savage Races. Absolutely. Y definitivamente, pues, Sport and Race tiene una, una gran vertiente. Pero bien, sin menos habladera de mi parte, Pete, bienvenido al podcast. Thank you very much, brother. 24 horas. 24 horas. Llegaste el jueves. You got there on Thursday? No, I got there, I uh, went on Thursday to San Antonio just to split up the, the trip. And then Friday, uh, got there. Um, it's a 24-hour race, and it's self-sufficient, so uh, they don't really provide you much, so you have to take, you know, uh, a tent, you have to take sleeping bags, you, you're going to be out there. I, I took my wife, Gabby, she was my pit master, she kind of took care of me the whole uh, race. So Friday we got there, set up the tent, that way, you know, we were all done uh, and ready to go for Saturday when the race started at noon. So we set it all up. Um, Kind of went to the hotel, uh, got ready, got my, went to H-E-B, got all the gear, just like we normally do, and uh, went to bed early, and got to, uh, back on Saturday to the venue at about uh, 10, 10 a.m., because uh, the race started at noon. It was going to be noon on Saturday to noon on Sunday. Is there like a previous meeting before the race or something? Yeah, so uh, we needed to be uh, ready at 11.15 uh, on the court or at the start line so they could give us, you know, uh, all the instructions and stuff like that. So, um, and on Friday, they had already kind of told us all the rules when we were there and stuff like that. Cabe mencionar que antes de todo esto que está platicando Pete, llevábamos semanas eh, tratando de ver qué era lo mejor en cuanto a equipo llevar, porque era una carrera... De 24 horas, que no es la primera, no es el, el primer rodeo de, de, de Pete en, en este sentido de 24-hour uh, races, pero eh, era un formato en el cual involucran más obstáculos en agua. Entonces, lo que escuchábamos es que constantemente estás en agua yeah. y eh, obviamente las historias de terror que vienen son rosaduras <risa> horribles, 
yeah. gente que te recomendaba orinarte dentro de tu wetsuit, pero otros decían no, porque luego te vas a rozar todo. Entonces, todo esto lo estuvimos viendo. Right. La parte de la nutrición también, porque pues eh, aquí había más oportunidad de, 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 como tú dices, poner un tent y pues ya tener una hielerita, o sea, más espacio, ¿no? Comparado a Spawn Race que tienes básicamente... Pues un, un, un cuadrito, un right. área donde pones tu mochila, tus cosas y se acabó, ¿no? Aquí prácticamente puedes tener un, un área de 10x10, que yeah, es un exactly. tent. Y, y pues ahí puedes tú poner tu carpa con lo que tengas de equipo de, de, yeah. de acampar. O sea, si tienes cama, si tienes estufa, todo eso, luz, lo puedes poner. Y todo esto viene, venía desde semanas antes o meses antes yes. en cuanto a la planación y bueno es parte de las cosas que, que hay que tomar en consideración no absolutely so really the whole way up I was listening to podcasts uh, from Matt Davis uh, and he's a big obstacle course uh, racing guy uh, obstacle podcaster. racing media yeah obstacle exactly. racing media otro gran podcast si quieren conocer un poquito más y quien los tenga así al día es, ese ese güey tiene mano directa con I got a picture with him too. Sí, I, sí, I, I, saw, I saw him there. Este. Um, but he had a great like he would interview uh, guys that have been doing it like professionals and uh, so he, he gave me great a bunch of tips so me and Gabby were listening to the podcasts. Uh, he had like five features regarding, you know, uh, tips and, and and stuff for this race. So You know, like he said, and like we've explained before, we've been doing Spartan for, you know, nine, ten years. But we started off in Tough Mudder. You know, we had, you know, we, we would all go to Gold's Gym and uh, we work out together. And we got a group and we did our first Tough Mudder. And we really fell in love with it. And I think that was in 2014, 2015. Uh, I think 14. We went to Austin. As a big group, we fell in love with, with it. And... Uh, And then we did a few more, and then we really started getting competitive about it and trying to transition to Spartan. And then we've been doing Spartan ever since, never coming back to Tough Mudder. So I had originally signed up for this race when it was going to come to Dallas in 2020. And a COVID happened, and then Tough Mudder kind of went under, and Spartan bought it, like he said. So I've been kind of, I had paid my fee since 2020. And then, you know, we decided, you know, maybe let's let, let's do it this year. It's back in Dallas for the first time. Uh, it's an easy trip. Um, it was really close to where we were two weeks ago and for the Spartan race. I mean, it's, you know, a couple miles away from that venue. So uh, we're very comfortable racing here in Texas, obviously. Um, so I just, you know, I had two weeks to prepare, you know, from the Spartan race to this one. So I was just trying to take care of myself and stay in shape. Uh, So anyways, getting back to uh, the race, you know, we've been doing Spartan races and, and, and I'm, I'm very comfortable. Obviously, we've built a bunch of them. We coach it. You know, I'm very, we're very good at Spartan obstacles, mm -hmm. you know, and then in, in World Stuff is Mudder, you know, they don't really tell you what you're going to do, you know, <laughs> like they'll change it every year. You know, they kind of give you a gist, and then they, they name them, these funny names. Y puedes ver en, en YouTube, ¿no? Básicamente right. lo que se han hecho en otros años, pero obviamente como el venue tiene diferentes cosas, como por ejemplo, por, por muchos años se hizo en Vegas, right. y tenían este cliff jump que... Yeah, like a 30-foot cliff jump. Entonces, ahí sí, pues estaba increíble, <laughs> y bueno, un poco de miedo, pero... Eh, de, dependiendo de qué venue, me imagino que área del país también vayan, es lo que, lo que exactly. tienen preparado, ¿no? Right. So you don't know what you're going to get, you know, you, and, but everybody tells you, like, be prepared for the water because you're wet for 24 hours and you need a wetsuit and you need a wetsuit and you need a wetsuit. And then, like, this guy, like, I didn't want to buy one. You know, they're expensive. <laughs> you know, I'm never going to use it again. I'm not into triathlons. 
And so this guy kept on telling me, are you sure, Signs? Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> he goes, I think we should get one. And so I was like, okay. So I bought, I, we bit the bullet and I purchased one. I didn't even try it on. I, I didn't even try it on <laughs> until the day before the race. I tried it on. It fit fine. I go, but if you've never worn a wetsuit, they're not comfortable at all, you know? So I was like, man, this is going to be weird. No, it's como unos leggings, no? O sea, no, no, no. Se como leggings. Like it's, que... it's thick neoprene, you know, it's just, it's very uncomfortable. You know, for me, I just like, wow, I can't even imagine running in this thing. But whatever, it fit. So I go, if I need it, I'll wear it. So anyways, okay, we I had all my gear. I took, they say, take everything. So I took everything. I had, you know, I my, my, my plan going into this was I'm not going to stop until I get to 50 miles. My goal was 50 miles. If I can do more, I'll do more. So I took uh, 10 outfits. You know, I took like six pairs of shoes, um, a million socks, you know, just in case, you know, I bought hot, I bought cold, uh, tons of food, you know, um, and then, you know, just Gabby, you know, make sure I'm making this amount of calories per hour, do all the calculations for her and, uh, and you know, here we go. You know, so, you know, 12 o'clock comes around, they hype you up, the music's blasting, it's a big party, you know, it's, uh, Tough Mudder does it right, you know, they got it, They their, their way of doing things is, you know, they got the DJ pumping up music, they got Coach, uh, coach. I forget what it is. Coach the DJ, no? Coach the DJ, they got him, you know, um, you know, busting music and hyping everybody up, yeah. and they got smoke bombs going off at the beginning um and it's crazy and it's got tons of energy there's over a thousand racers um a thousand crazy people plus all the crew that every person takes like i took gabby but some people take two three four people and it's a big party and everybody has tents so it's like tent city it's, como un festival, no? it's amazing yeah and there's you know like vendors there and food you know just by a lake it's, it's gorgeous and, and so you're you're hyped you know, it's the middle of the day, so it's not super early in the morning. You're ready to roll, and boom, you know, um, and we just go. And there's a thousand people just going down the, the line. And I feel great. You know, I, I, I had a great Spartan race a couple weeks back, and I still I felt great when I started. But I'm used to 30 miles. You know, <laughs> I'm used to 30 miles, you know, so, you know, each lap was five miles. Uh, you, you do 20 obstacles in those five miles and then you just start again and start again you could always take a break but you know your clock is still going you know you Pero no hace siempre los mismos obstáculos no durante el, like the, your first lap it wasn't this, like on the second lap right like they start opening up at different times okay. you know you're gonna get to all of them but like the first lap was very few you know and then like every every hour they start opening up more and more so the faster you go at the beginning you might not hit an obstacle so that was always my goal like oh, okay. which obstacles are opening up this hour I need to get to that one before the hour comes up so I don't have to do it. ¿Y es know? otra ruta? Nope. They're all... You, you, like you'll you pass, see them, You'll no? pass by them. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. So you'll see them, but if it's not open yet, you save that amount of time, you know, and energy to do them because the obstacles are no joke. You know, they're fun. <laughs> they're great, you know, but they are no joke. Um, we, we can put some videos here for you guys. Same. You know, there's, some, there's shit that electrocutes you, you know, uh... There's a grappling hook, you know, that you have to throw and, like, catch it on something and then, you know, almost, like, go up a, a side of a mountain. 
Uh, Hace rato que me compartiste un video, pues venían, no sé si grabó todos los, los videos esta persona. Ajá. De, perdón, todos los obstáculos. Yeah, I think he got all of them. Este, voy a tratar de compartirles, eh, ella sea el link o, o el nombre del video. No sé si lo podemos compartir aquí para empezar, pero si lo podemos compartir, lo, lo pondremos. Right. Este, pero había uno que me llamó mucho la atención, que era un tubo. Yeah. Me, me acuerdo que me habías dicho que era, ves una pared, ¿no? Básicamente right. de madera. It's two walls. Y hay un tubo como con un aro de metal. <laughs> yeah. Y traes, imagino que un, un, un palo yeah. de metal, ¿no? O yeah, algo. It's, like, a, it's a metal pole. Metal pole y estás en agua. And you're in the water, yes. Entonces, lo que haces es meter el palo y en la, hacia como, yo creo como un metro, metro y medio más adelante, están un montón de clavos con aritos. Yeah. Con unos rings así, más yeah, o menos. Yeah, like little bracelets. Like Entonces, little... lo agarras y lo empiezas a jalar, pero si tu palo o tu, eh, el tubo este toca el, el aro, Yeah. Te da un, un toque, <laughs> yeah. y pues obviamente se te va a caer el aro. Entonces, yeah. era parte de, de, de los obstáculos, y <laughs> nomás veo en el video que alguien va de que, así como que le repetí, ¡Ah, fuck! <laughs> exactly. Entonces. And that, and that was not the only thing. Like, you're doing it, but you're in water. So, when your neighbor got hit, oh. you got hit. So it's like you're getting pissed off at him, like, hey man, come on. You know, so the the shocking thing was that's why I you know, one of the reasons why I didn't really like Tough Mudder was the whole damn shocking thing. I go, what's the point of this? But in this race, it makes you focus. And in the middle of the night, like you're focused and it's hard to focus. Eso creo que es una de las cosas más difíciles. Y precisamente por eso es porque necesitas alguien en en el como to crew. Yes. Porque Llega un momento en el que estás tan cansado, como por ejemplo, si ustedes han tenido un largo día de trabajo, por okay. ejemplo, y de repente, oye, se te olvidó esto que te pedí en la tienda. Ah. <risa> Obviamente, o sea, ya estás cansado y quieres llegar a casa, en este caso son 24 horas, no sé, estás 12 horas dentro de la carrera, y si quieres mantener tu nutrición en punto, eso necesitas una persona que te esté, pues, como dices tú, que, que le está diciendo a Gaby, asegúrate que consuma este número de calorías. Right. Ahora también en, en ese tipo de obstáculos estás cansado, imagínate, después de 12 horas todavía estás así con el mendigo palo. Entonces, <risa> sí veo lo, 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 lo difícil, ¿no?, de, del juego y, y, pues, que tampoco right. quieres quedar electrocutado, ¿no? Exactly. And actually, I did really, really good on that one. But I would get shocked every time and it would, like, buckle your, your, your knees. But I got it every time, you know, it's like, I, I did really well on the obstacles themselves, but there were all kinds of different stuff, you know, monkey bars that is like a net that kind of hangs. So it's, it, it makes it interesting and everything has water. Everything has water. So, you know, sometimes it's ice water that you see them just dumping. There was a tractor, you know. <laughs> And I was trying to beat the tractor because I knew he was carrying ice, <laughs> you know, and you just saw like they took it out of a semi truck, the caja, you know, and it was just a thousand bags of ice that they were dumping into this thing that you were going to get into. So, you know, they play with you mentally, you know, and, and that's the thing. Like you just said, like when you're tired and you're not thinking straight, the pit crew is very, very important. And, you know, you got to have somebody that you trust that's, you know, going to take care of you to pay attention Um, see how you're feeling and, 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 and making sure you're getting enough calories. Oye, por ejemplo, si falles un obstáculo, ¿qué, qué pasaba? Sir? There was, there's a penalty. So you, either you need to do it, like you can't not do it. Mm -hmm. And there's, I think, nine of those or there's 11 penalty ones. And the penalties were ridiculous. Like a mile, you know, go, like run half a mile and there's a, 
like a, a poster like that with a little thing of uh, like a line of paint and they had a like a maleta or a, a, a mallet and you have to dig it hit it into the ground and the ground is like super hard and then you have to pull it out and then take that to the judge make sure it was okay and then run back a half mile so imagine how long that takes you know and that's just one you know there's 11 you know so for people that are you know not as fit you know that hit all of them you know there was one guy that told me he he got to 50 miles but it took him 60 miles to get there <laughs> like on his garment uh-huh. because of all the penalties that all he had to do you know so you know the penalties were ridiculous you know if you read like stuff about it like that's what everybody was like oh my god like it was the penalties were too much uh i didn't you know thank god you know like i said we're we've been you know we're we're good at obstacles and it really helped all the spartan training that i did um so i didn't fail many um the one that i suck at just like the spear throw in spartan i have no balance for balance beam I, I failed, oh, I failed it I, every time. Yes, it was a piece of wood, you know, two two by fours that, you know, over a, like a lake or over like a pool, you know, and I would get halfway and then it would start wobbling and boom, every time. So, you know, that one got me every time, every time. Um, but all the hanging stuff and all that stuff, I, I, I did really, really well. So anyways... I get through mile one. I mean, I get through lap one, lap two, lap three, lap four, lap five. You twinkle know? toes. Yeah, yeah twinkle toes. Exactly. That one got me every time. I'm not going to lie. I failed that one every time. But the the penalty on that one wasn't that bad. It was put two like pieces of wood on your feet, and they had like a strap, and you had to walk like a penguin <laughs> around some cones. So it wasn't, it wasn't that that bad. But... Um, so I got to mile 25, and I did that all in the light time. Um, and then, like, like I said, I was feeling great. You know, I'm used to 30 miles. Uh, I went in real quick. I, 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 I ate something, and then I went back out for uh, lap six, and I got to my 30 miles. And then at that time, lap six to me was one of the hardest ones because – I was still feeling good, but I got cold because I didn't change. Like, that's where my first mistake. I didn't change what I was wearing. And the temperature just drops on everything. When the wind picked up, I was wet for that whole lap. So I really, like, by the time I came in, I had the chills, like, to where they, you know, almost Montana-like, you know, maybe not so bad, (laughs) but you can't control, you know, you're pre-hypothermic. So I was in a bad mood when I came in, you know, thank God Gabby, you know, loves me and, and uh, she put up with me for, for a bit and I told her, look, I'm going to eat some caldo. We had bought some of those Campbell soups and she went and, and, and microwaved it for me. I ate it and I go, look, I need a nap. I need a nap real quick because I knew I was going to have to put on the wetsuit for the next lap. So I took a, I told her, give me about 15, 20 minutes a nap. That ended up turning into, by the time I went out to the next lap, it was like two hours, you know. So you get cold again, you know. I was in a bad mood. Um, So lap seven, I can honestly say, was my worst, my worst lap ever, you know. Uh, The first six were great, but to get from mile 30 to 35 was, was a struggle for me mentally because it's, now it's dark, you have a headlamp, you can't run because it's muddy, so it just takes forever. You're uncomfortable. I can't get used to running in the wetsuit. 
Um, I had to pee in the middle of it. And have you ever, if you've ever gotten in or an out of a, a wetsuit, it's very hard to do by yourself. So I could take it off, you know, and I, and I peed. But then to get it back on, I'm like, hey, hey, <laughs> somebody zip me up because the zipper is in the back. So uh, some, you know, guy helped me out and, uh, and, and, and I went on. So that one was brutal. So I came back in. I go, get this damn thing off me to Gabby. I took it off and I go, I need another nap. That ended up turning into another two hours, you know. So, you know, now I'm like just in my head. I'm not going to make my 50 miles um, or more that I wanted. So, but she woke me up and she was on me and she was being like a good pit master, you know. It's like, hey, you're going to regret this. She started getting in my head. She started boosting me up. And uh, so I was like, and she, oh, she goes, what about a monster? Drink a monster, you know, because if you know me, I love monsters. So we had a few there. I drank it and I swear to God, I, I felt it from my toes all the way up. It was like Super Mario. <laughs> and just like all my energy came back. And lap eight and lap nine back to back. I knocked them out, you know. Uh, so I got, I was at 45 miles and I still had tons of time left. Um, it was probably like four, five in the morning. So I had till noon. So I go, yeah, I'm going to get my 50 miles, you know. But, you know, I was like, I'm not going to get 75. There's no way I could get 75, which is the next like, uh, uh, like, Letting, yeah, like, where you get a new bib and uh, like, yeah, you get a medal, a different medal and stuff like that. So I go, 75 is impossible for me to get in the amount of time I have left. Uh, and then I start regretting all the naps. And all that stuff. So I was like, look, you know, I told Gabby, like, yeah, I can relax a little bit. I'm going to get my 50 miles. Let's do it in the sunlight because I'm tired of this wetsuit. So I took off the wetsuit, took another nap uh, for about two hours at about 7, right, 7 a.m. I went out for uh, my last lap to get to 50 miles. Um, but I, I didn't wear the wetsuit. I wore just my regular gear and uh, and knocked it out, man. So I got to my 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 50 miles uh and you know it's it's like always man when you cross the finish line <laughs> it's like you're very proud of yourself you know and and and, and tough mutter i'll tell you what you know is my my it, it's different you know to me i i love spartan you know and i love the competitiveness of of spartan and i uh but i remember what turned me on to Tough Mudder and why we fell in love with this sport is I'll give you an example. You know, there's there's guys that that just want to help people. Like though that their whole race is not for them. You know, they 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 start it with everybody. They get to a certain uh, obstacle and they hang out there for 24 hours just helping people. Like on the ones where you need help, like because there's some obstacles that you can't do by yourself like walls that are, you know, 20 feet, you know, uh, like obviously somebody can't jump that, you know, so you need a boost. So these guys let people walk all over them, like on their knee, then you get under a shoulder and they pick you up. And, but imagine for 24 hours, this guy is just knocking it out. And there's like four or five guys and they stay there, you know, and then some multiple obstacles. Um, and, and then at the end of the, like, right when the race is going to end, they get, they go, and they finish, they do the finish line. So they have five miles in those 24 hours, but they help thousands of people. 
<laughs> you know, so that's the kind of spirit behind Tough Mudder that that uh, is different than Spartan. There, people are very nice, and the Spartan community is awesome, but it's just more competitive, in my opinion. Uh, Tough Mudder is less competitive, more, you know, just everybody helps each other. You know, it's 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 uh, the community is super tight. Man. Creo que creo que es una de las carreras perfectas y no no solamente esta de 24 horas sino también yeah. la, 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 hay un formato creo the que Friday, de 5K yeah. y uno de no sé si 10K o era 10 miles mm -hmm. antes. Eh, pero esa es, esa es una carrera ideal si piensas salir con un grupo de amigos. Yes. Esa es la carrera que quieren hacer. Si quieren irse en grupos eh, de no sé de dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, right. diez personas o más. Esta es la carrera que ustedes eh, pueden a, hacer y se los garantizamos que se van a divertir yes. increíblemente. Los obstáculos son hechos para divertirse, right. no tanto en el aspecto competitivo como, como, lo, hacíamos, como lo hacemos en Spartan Race, este, que creo que de ahí fue por, no, porque pues, tenemos un espíritu más competitivo, entonces por eso nos, nos mudamos a Spartan Race. Este, pero eh, esta carrera es muy divertida para ir este, con, con todas las personas. Uh, Pete. Por ejemplo, ahorita que platicamos de la comunidad y, y de, las, de la carrera esta, es de 24 horas. ¿Existe un mínimo de, de distancia? As long as you finished after 7, they would, you would be considered as a finisher. Like, if you finished before 7 a.m., then you would DNF. Okay. And you wouldn't get a medal, and you wouldn't get everything. So you just had to finish. Pero independientemente de... You, there was no mileage goal or anything like that. Seis, no, okay. es cada quien. Okay. You go, you know, if, if you're competing... You know, you go as, as fast as you can for as long as you can without any breaks. Uh, but even like me, I, I just, I wanted to get to my 50 miles. I would, you know, I was happy with my 50 miles. Do I think I, you know, when you're done and you look back on it and it's like, man, I could have gotten 75. Uh, <laughs> if I wouldn't have taken so many naps, you know, because I feel great. You know, I, I'm not super sore. Um, so you, you look back and you critique. I mean, I, I'll tell you what, as soon as I finished, I told Gabby, man, I don't know if I ever need to do this shit again <laughs> because of all the water, you know? Uh -huh. And then I was like, yeah, you drink a beer, you're thinking about it. And I'm like, I could have gotten to 75, you know? <laughs> and then like the next day comes and I'm like, you know what? If Chewy tells me next year that he wants to do it, I might do it with him. I tengo todavía mi, mi, mi entrada. So, you know, if, if, if he uh, or anybody, you know, wants to, to try it, I highly recommend it. If you're into obstacle course racing, just like I say about ultras, you know, this is just a different monster. Um, it's uncomfortable and it's mentally challenging. Pero también, o sea, como tú dices, es una carrera de 24 horas, pero yeah. conforme tú termines después de las 7 de la mañana, eres considerado un, un finisher, ¿no? O right. sea, hagas 2, 3, 4, 5 laps. Yeah, you can 5 miles, 10 eh, miles. Exacto. Y también existe un formato de relay, ¿no? Que en, es yes. en equipos. No right. sé, de dos personas o demás o cuántas. It's, it's, it's either two or four. Okay. Uh, two or four, so you can split it up and then two people go out and two people are resting and you alternate. Like, there was a ton of people doing that. It's... I'll tell you what, it's like a concert, like, like one of the obstacles, and we'll show it to you, is a DJ booth. I mean, it's en el monte. Full blown that you can see it from miles away, the lights, and it would just like excite you, you know, you would see it in the distance like, and that I knew was about a mile and a half from the finish. So you would see it in the distance and like, oh, I gotta get there. Because not only was it getting close to the finish line, but it was like, dude, that place is cool. You know, it was... Full-blown DJ, like you're at a rave. The 
the guy is blasting music. And there was a guy dancing for 24 hours. A right? guy danced for 24 hours. And he didn't do the damn race, <laughs> but he danced. And, he, and, and by the way, he was a good dancer. <laughs> um, but you would go under the booth, one of the obstacles, climb like a net, go through like laser show, and, and then come out the back. And that was one of the, the 20 obstacles. Um, and by, it was smoking, you know, like they, they would put like a spearminty smoke to kind of disorient you. Um, it wouldn't really burn your eyes or anything like that, but it would make it a little bit harder to get through. Um, but it would look cool. At, at night, that place looked amazing, you know, and, uh, and he was there. The DJ was blasting for 24 hours straight. Um, so it's very creative. The obstacles are awesome, you know, especially for somebody that's been doing Spartan that, you know, Honestly, hasn't changed their, their, their obstacles in a while. Por ejemplo, yo sé que mucha gente que, bueno, no mucha gente que nos escucha, pero la gente que nos escucha usualmente nos escucha porque platicamos mucho de Spartan Race y todo esto. Mm -hmm. Por ejemplo, estas personas que han hecho un Spartan Race, tal vez un Sprint o un Super, también podrían hacer esta carrera Absolutely. de 24 horas. Yeah, you like, like I saw and I ran, because you talk to a lot of people, there was one guy that like, hey man, I'm only going to run during the light. At nighttime, I'm going to go and chill in the tent. And then when it light comes up again, or right before light, because you want to see the, you know, you know, the sun come up, it's beautiful, you know, the weather is great. And, and that's what he did. You know, he got a couple laps in, went to sleep, relaxed, ate. And as soon as the sun came back up, he went and finished as many laps as he could. I don't know what he got to, but there's a lot of people like that. Like, it's not as competitive. Like, they obviously, you know... Competitive people are going to be competitive. Es, es, es como en Esparta, ¿no? Digo, está el, right. el, 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 los waves más tempranos que son competitivos. Right. Y si tú vas a divertirte o por el challenge, pues vas a, a tu wave, ¿no? O vas simplemente exactly. a divertirte. It's everybody's races. You're racing, you know, for yourself. You know, so it's as competitive as you want it to be or as fun as you want it to be. And, and I'll tell you what. Even the most competitive people, the, the girl that won, and she's won the last two years in a row, she, you see her helping people up the walls. Like... Yes, your time is important, and competitive people will always be competitive. But just the fact that you see her and the guy helping people up a wall, and I did it too, you know? Like, they helped me up a wall, and then I stayed for a few more people, and, 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 and I helped people up a wall. And it's, it's that kind of ambiente that, I mean, it's, it's beautiful to see, you know, and... and It's, you see it in, in, in Spartan as well. You know, it's, it's the whole OCR, obstacle course racing community is the shit. You know, I, I, I love those people. Um, but, man, Tough Mudder is just on a different scale. Like, you just see it so much more because the obstacles lend themselves to need help. You know, you, there, there, there are very few people that can, you know, do some of that stuff. So, and you see all different types of people. I saw a 78-year-old woman And there was guys, you know, pushing her in a wheelchair and then she would get up and she would walk and she would do whatever she could do. <laughs> you know what she got to? She got to 25 miles. Those guys and her, you would see her get up the walls, you know, uh, obviously with help. But it's still like, I think she comes out in the video as well. You yeah. know, it's um, it's cool stuff, man. And and, and it's, it's, it's fun to watch. It's fun to experience. So I highly, I highly recommend it. We might even have to throw one in, you know, uh. Maybe not the 24-hour one, but a regular Tough Mudder. Uh, no, pero, por ejemplo, el año que entra, eh, digo, en el podcast anterior, eh, platicábamos acerca de todo lo que tenemos planeado para el calendario del 2024. Right. Entonces, podría ser la culminación. Yeah, there you go. Irnos todos en grupo y que 
no has dicho dónde va a ser el próximo año. Right. El próximo año, eh, esta carrera, bueno, eh, originalmente comenzó en Las Vegas, después se movió, no me acuerdo otras partes, Jersey, Alabama, Alabama, y luego a, llegó a Texas, right. y de Texas se va a Central Florida. Yeah, right next to Disney World, <laughs> for all you Disney fans, so you can go, race, then spend the rest of the week, you know, touring Disney and, 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 and being in Orlando. So, if any of you are interested, hit us up. You know, maybe we do that next year. Maybe. Yo ya tengo varias personas en mente que sí, sé que, nomás de que les digamos, sí o okay. qué. <laughs> exactly. Sí o okay. qué. Yeah. Y, y, y me, me, me gusta la idea en el, en el sentido de que, imagínate que, que tengamos, no sé, como cinco carpas eh, con de, del equipo de, de no solamente de Butterfly, de Laredo, si alguien más right. se anima este y quieren eh, eh, compartir la experiencia también ahí con nosotros o irse con nosotros, bienvenidos, yes. mándenos un mensaje directo y nos ponemos de acuerdo, miren, tienen todo el 2024 para entrenar, exactly. divertirse en sport races y al final hacer una super carrera super cool como esta de 24 horas. ¿No has enseñado tu, tu medalla y tu... Oh, yeah, uh, right there. Déjalo, lo yeah. traigo. A ver, okay. Soft Matter usualmente en las carreras regulares en los años anteriores right. daba nada más un headband. Right. No sé si oh, oh, ahora también da medallas o... No. No, no. Okay. Entonces, just give headbands. En yeah. esta. Ok, entonces, la, los headbands, y el, como estaba la dinámica hace años, y creo que todavía continúa igual, la primer headband de cuando haces tu primer Tough Mudder right. es anaranjada. Y luego creo que tienen Times 2, Times 3. Yellow, pink, blue. Y luego subes a amarilla, roja, azul, rosa, hasta llegar a una corona dorada, que creo que son más de 100 carreras. Yeah. Es una, una corona dorada y que por, por ahí podrán ver videos en... en, en en YouTube igual puedo buscar algunas imágenes, pero esta es de World Toughest Mother. Yeah. That's the first time, honestly, this is the first time I ever ran 50 miles. So I'm very proud, you know, so obviously I'm going to show How many obstacles did you did like in total? Like, I haven't like done the math to it, but, you know, yeah, by 7 p.m. they were all open for the most part. And it's 20 miles, you know, so... I don't know. I would say maybe 120, 130. I was, I was thinking of like a more or less like 100, over 100. Yeah, it was about Because 120, I, 130. I was like following the stories and uh, I was doing the math. I was like, what? Like over 100? Yeah. And that's why like the first thing I asked you when, when I saw you were like, how's your shoulder? Because I saw like a lot of hanging obstacles. A lot y, of este, y pues dije, pues... Yeah, <laughs> no, it was, and, and, and obviously, you know, it's, uh, I think just being in shape for Spartan really, really helped me out, um, and then I kind of took it really easy during those two weeks, uh, and I was ready, you know, I was ready, I, I feel great, honestly, you know, um, I don't know if I'm, I think, I'm not ready for another Spartan race anytime <laughs> soon, you know, I need a little bit break, but, hasta marzo, no? Yeah. Digo, menos que te animes ir a Monterrey. That's true. Como It's coming up, semanas. you know. I don't know. I might call you, Caro. Uh, um, but anyways, uh, you know, it's Tough Mudder's different. I think, you know, we might have to uh, test the waters there and see who's uh, who wants to try. They, they're all over Texas, too. You know, they have regular races that are, I think, 11 miles, 10 miles. Sí, usualmente hacían una en Houston y en Dallas yeah. este, y Central Texas. And Austin, too. So I think there's a few here in Texas. Well, actually, the Dallas race, the normal race, Is this weekend now? Okay. I think they're going to use the same venue and stuff uh -huh. like that. Use the venue. But that's just the regular race, not the 24-hour one. So, 
they're out there. They're fun. You know, it's uh, it's more about fun than competitiveness. Uh, Tough mutter, but the obstacles are different, and uh, it's a good change of scenery. But um, you know, I'm I'm very happy. I I, I finally got to experience it, and um, I just wanted to kind of tell you guys about it a little bit. See if anybody wants to, to join. you know to join, and uh, maybe if we get enough people in 2024. Or if this guy Maybe wants to do it in 2024, like, yeah, for sure. might, uh, might for end sure. up in Orlando. Lo complicado desde el final del año es que se vienen un montón de, de eventos deportivos, sobre todo que nos encantan. O sea, obviamente cerramos con carreras de Spartan Race, está World Toughest Motor, y luego están High Rocks, y luego terminan nuestros últimos eventos de DECA, y luego DECA World Championship. <laughs> y yes. sí. All on, to, all on top of us opening up a second location. So, <laughs> you know, we were, we've been super, super busy. So we haven't, you know, been doing our podcast like we should. We, we're going to get better about it. Um, so anything, any questions, uh, please hit us up. You know, we hope, I think 2024 is going to be uh, a great year. Lo platicamos en el, en el, en el yeah. podcast anterior. Y, y, Listen to y, it. Y comenzamos yeah. el primer programa de Spartan para el 2024, el 13 de... Era un 13. ¿Enero? Yeah, the 13th. January 13th. January 13th is our first program for Houston. Houston, trifecta weekend. We got four races in Texas next year, so I think it's going to be a, a great year to maybe add... You know, keep, you know, everybody going in the Spartan community that we built here in Laredo and add to it. You know, it's a, it's a wonderful sport. Um, and, and there's a rumor also going on. There is. That uh, Pete Sainz is building more obstacles. Oh, I, I, I heard the same thing. <laughs> and let's, let, let's see if the budget <laughs> calls for it. But I always like to add one, uh, at least one a year, you know. So I already have something in mind that I, that I want to build. And uh, I think it'll help everybody out. But now that I experienced Tough Mudder 2, I mean, we might need to... ¿Han visto las películas de Saw? Hay cuenta que es este güey. Pero haciendo obstáculos, nada más. Yeah, so, um, you know, the the we got some things going on uh, that I think you'll like in 2024. We always try to change it up for you guys and keep it new. I think what the changes we made, like we, we said in the, the prior... Uh, uh, podcast is is made a lot of difference for you guys. I, I, I saw so much, I mean, improvement. improvement with you guys. I mean, it was amazing to see. It's it's fun. I love that the community in Laredo is is is, is growing, um, because you know doing hard shit in life is 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 necessary, guys. You you know we we're a lazy community. You know it's everything's easy nowadays. You know you go to H E B for food. You jump in a car to go places. You know, back in the day when you had to, when something was hunting you and you yeah. were hunting something else, you know, that was hard. You know, nowadays, you know, we got to, you know, get that mindset back. And I think the Spartan and Tough Mudder and the OCR community does it right in, in, in putting some obstacles in front of you. You have to, you know, defeat them. And uh, it just, it, it changes your mindset a bit. So, y, y creo que antes de que avances, uh, yeah. creo que también eh, para la gente que tiene tal vez uh, hijos, no sé, entre los 13, 14, yeah. 15 años, vengan a hacer las clases con ellos, llévenos unas carreras de estas y digo, obviamente van a, a, a ver otro panorama, otra perspectiva de que es difícil, ¿no? O sea, de repente ellos se estresan porque right. no hay internet. Yes. O cosas tan simples, sencillas. Right. Y cuando los pones sobre estos, este tipo de obstáculos, es un tipo de día así, y sienten esa satisfacción, 
creo que los motiva y creo que un ejemplo de eso es Lalito. Lalito. Yes. Uh, um, Love it. Lalo Contreras. Uh, Contreras. Yeah. Lalito Contreras, este. Yes. Que, Amazing. Que ha, ha estado con nosotros desde que era uh, Butterfly Sports Performance para niños yeah. y luego y comenzó a hacer clases regulares y Sporting. Y pues ahorita, pues. Now he's playing football, you know, at, at, at United and. He's, yeah, he's turning into a little man. He's got yeah. those those young guy muscles, you know, and that, that <laughs> confidence that he's walking around with. Uh, he was in the fit games and he crushed it. Um, yeah, it, it, it builds confidence. It builds strength, uh, not only physical, it mental, mainly mental. Yeah. You know, and it, it helps you deal with life um, because, you know, every, every, now, every now and then everybody's going to go through some shit and uh, we all do. And I honestly, I, I truly believe this. I mean, you can listen to Joe DeSina, David Goggins, you know, it, it's those type of guys, you know, they're on to something too, you know, I mean, some of them are extreme, but, uh, but you got to put, you know, you got to do some hard stuff in life. And I think this is a safe, great way of, of, of doing that sort of stuff. And, and you know what? It keeps you in shape. You know, it teaches you, you know, about your nutrition, Be, it teaches you how to run, you know, we go into so much in our programs, you know, it's, it's, yeah. and every year we, you know, people get smarter about it. That's why I think the improvement happens is, is they're, they're watching what they eat more, you know, and, 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 and eating enough, you know, tons of, you know, people, and I won't say just women because guys too, they don't eat enough, you know, so they feel it. So when they finally get it, You know, then they start performing better, you know, and then it leads into their regular life and in their regular gym life, too. In our regular classes, they start performing better and they learn that through Spartan class or they learn how to run. You know, I, I've, I've seen people that didn't know how to run at all when they started with us. Yeah. And now, you know, they're hitting the trails. They're doing 13 mile races, some 30 mile races. Um, you know, you got to be a decent runner to, you know, to attempt a 13 mile race or a 30 mile race. So I think, you know, there's no negatives here, you know, and, I, and you're going to have a blast. I've never, like we've, we've said this multiple times, I've never had somebody tell me they didn't have a good time at a Spartan race, ever. Okay. You know, they might not, some people might not say, hey, this is not for me, but it, it's not because they didn't have a good time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just maybe not for them. But for the, I would say 90 to 95% of the people don't do just one Spartan no. race. And that's why the community keeps on growing. So... You know, whether you come to Botify, whether you go to other gyms, you know, um, let's build this community. It's a beautiful community. And uh, it's, you know, it's let's let's make this happen. 2024 is going to be a big year. We got tons of races. Sprinkle in a little Tough mutter, Sprinkle in a little High Rocks and Deca. And man, you got the full combo. You got the full combo. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, hey, and, and then everybody that supported me on, uh, that was sending me messages, uh, I, I, I love you guys. I, I truly, they, they, when you're mentally, you know, struggling like I was on, 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 on lap seven, you know, be, before and after that, you know, just reading some of that stuff, it, it does. It makes a difference. So um, even if you're not interested in doing a race, go support, you know, your friends that are doing races. Go, you know, pit for them. Go you know, spectate and cheer them on because uh, it, it, it makes a difference and, 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 and supporting each other is, 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 is a good way to show some love. Hashtag Florida 2024. <laughs>
go see Mickey Mouse, bro. Let's go see <laughs> Mickey Mouse and, 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 and jump in some mud. So, love you guys. Thank you very much. Do some hard shit. Gracias. Y bueno, pues nos sintonizamos hasta el próximo podcast. Gracias por estar en sintonía. Y síganos en redes sociales, arroba Spotify. Y cualquier duda, pues envíenos un mensaje directo. This episode was produced by Botify Functional Fitness.